This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. Hey, the butt smuggler. I like that. (laughs) Dude, the butt smuggler. Let's get it on. Yo, 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 yo. It's our Lifestyle Podcast episode 280. And I got to check to see if Mickey Mike the Mayor dialed in the conference. I think he's out gallivanting around. Check, check, check. Mickey Mike, you there? Dude, the mayor is checking in this week. I have missed you, ODB. I have missed uh, Airhead Nation. Thanks for all the calls, the text. Thanks for you caring about me, Jay. I really appreciate it. You were so worried that people were actually messaging me, checking on me, making sure I was okay. So I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, bro, I, I mean, I just was like texting Shannon to see, you know, if you weren't feeling good, if I could borrow your truck, you know, for a couple months. I mean, but but I did. I mean, I was checking on you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you're more than welcome to come pick it up, though, anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm going to start dancing. You know, I'm going to break dan- have a deal, break dance deal. So In the back of the bed. Yeah. Not in the hood, though. I wouldn't do that to you, man. No, no, no. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because Scott's really busy right now, so it'd be a while before I'd be able to get it painted again. Yeah, speaking of Scott, he just got his Mazda back. And I told him, I said, you need to swap frames with Mike, dude. Let's get crazy here. Independent rear end. He's got it, dude. Oh, no, he's got it, bro. That That's going to be a badass Mazda once he gets that thing done. Real deal. We'll check this out, everyone. Episode, as we said, 280. Got a, a, a short segment at the end that we'll add, which was a fan favorite earlier in the early days of the podcast. We got a jam-packed episode. What we're planning is... Um, to have one of our favorite Canadians on. We'll announce that in just a second, but we want to thank our title sponsors, including Orange Beach Invasion. You just heard Lauren in the last episode talking about the Keg Media slash Custom Car Show Productions mashup, which is OBI. It's c- coming up in one week from uh, day one listeners here. Also, we want to thank Corey and team at Mini Truck Showdown. It's going to be the first weekend in June Come on out to Vegas for Mini Truck Showdown. Start looking for tickets now. You'd be amazed at what the prices our tickets are and the hotel rates. Again, come on out. You can follow on Facebook or Instagram, Mini Truck Showdown. Thank you so much to Corey and, again, team. But, Mike, dude, do you have any – bro, you've been so you've been so busy. Okay, You probably don't even know what awesome Canadian we're going to have on. Dude, we, just, we had on Jen Black. And he's connected to Jen Black. Oh, I thought you were going to say since we had Jim Black on that, that we were going to have Georgia on. Because, you know, Jen Black, Georgia, they're definitely our favorite Canadians. Yeah, real deal. Well, uh, Jesse from Severed, Canada, which I think it's technically Alberta. Uh, dude, we got a lot to talk about because not only does he have an amazing Mazda, uh, I don't want to give it away. The Severed chapter up there just did something marvelous we were actually going to have jesse on about four weeks ago and he goes yo can we push it back we got this big surprise coming and mike we got to thank a guest like that that's thinking ahead that says yo 
I can give you a little bit more. Just give me about four more weeks or so. And I said, dude, let's lock it in. Locked in and loaded. No, I can't wait to hear it, brother. Because if it's anything that I think it is, which I've seen some pictures that have come out of the the, uh, Canada, uh, I'm pretty excited to hear about this. It's going to be good. And I also want to take a moment to let everyone know that this coming weekend, okay, a very special event is going to be going down at West Coast Customs. A pin via Instagram has posted now for some time that there is the celebration of life for Alex Anderson. As many of you know, it's Alex who he unfortunately passed away. And, um, you know, this has been a little bit uh, in the works. Ryan was great friends with him as Pin and so many Negative Camber and just many Truck Club members. That's going down this weekend. Uh, you can go on Instagram and type in P-I-N. It's going to come up the pinnacle, which is a Revelations Inc. Revelations with an S-I-N-C. That is Pin Cushion, as many of us know him. And uh, he's a great dude. Uh, he has put together... Um, this event, my understanding, or has worked in conjunction with others, and we'll talk about it a little bit more later. But, uh, Mike, episode 280, the overview brought to you by Graphics Mafia, and you know Buddy and Ryan are killing it at Graphics Mafia. Hey, Buddy. Dude, Graphics Mafia, G-R-A-P-H-I-X Mafia.com. If you're looking for a wrap, maybe some stickers, maybe you need uh, to re-up your stickers for your brand, maybe you're a truck club and you need to get – uh, a couple of logos or petitioning logos for uh, an upcoming event. Hit up Buddy and Ryan at Graphics Mafia. They actually just redid my logo for me. So, yes, they definitely uh, can knock out your uh, club logos for Wait, you. Hold on. I was supposed to get an update on your probationary period. Uh-oh. You're still on probation, right? For ain't nothing after that, aftermath? After that is uh, I'm a full logo member now. Okay, well, we're going to have to have a call first. You know what I mean? All right. Because I want right. I, mean, I to give some feedback, you know? Okay, all right. You know, because, well, you know. Well, I don't want to get Ryan in trouble, but Ryan uh, delivered my uh, my uh, my full logo at Relaxing on the Ranch. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. you got to run this by the right people, bro. Well, yeah. hey, I snuck it in there, and... Uh, and scumbag put it on for me, so uh, afterthought is uh, is logo member now. Well, you must have given him a lot of those, you know, those brewskis, you know, because I know he was telling me he goes, "Yo, we ain't doing it, man." He goes, "You bring the baseball bat." I go, "What's? I'm, I'm jumping in." So mm. I don't know what happened. I'll have to check the next show. Well, maybe at OBI uh, they'll be scraping my logo then. Yeah, there you go. I'll bring the razors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mike, speaking of last show uh the last episode of our lifestyle podcast also known as olp this is a little recap and i tell you what it was fun i say this a lot but it truly was awesome to sit down last week and talk about the road to maggie valley 2022 as you know mike the road to maggie valley is a fun road isn't it bro um usually it's a real late night and driving through the night to get there and it is definitely a interesting one because usually it's so damn foggy. Uh, <laughs> Jay's definitely asleep uh, for for the drive. Jay's sleeping, and uh, uh, actually, I do have to admit, I actually didn't make it all the way last year. 
Shannon stepped in and finished the drive for me. Yeah, she did. And remember, Mike, I mean, I haven't called you out on this in the past, but it's remember, it's <laughs> not me sleeping. It's it's me. I program my brain to like these ideas that I'm getting in my sleep. That's really so like I can I'm charging it to the game, dude. You know what I mean? And actually, you might be right, because I can attest to our trip we just took to LST. You were fast asleep, snoring like a motherfucker over there. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you jump up, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and just shooting off at the mouth about something. I don't know what the – I don't even remember what it was now. But I even looked back at Scott, and I was like, Scott, did you see that? Did you hear that? That's what I'm talking see, about. He's true. like, oh, my God. Oh, it's true. Well, we want to definitely thank, true. We want to thank everyone that came on, including Sean Rose from Rose Metalworks. You know, he had that big announcement. I know he's worked very closely. If we didn't make that clear, you know, working back with Jason Bell, and you know, the, this raffle that they're doing is going to raise money for a great cause. And you also heard Jason Bell. You know, he's real busy. He was able to take a few minutes, and it's great, Mike, to have the reach that we have, where we can get. Uh, these great folks on the phone for a few minutes, sometimes a little longer, and talk about events like Maggie Valley. So we would surely ask if you can. Uh, I've, I've seen some folks comment and go, yo, man, I wish I could have got a ticket. Listen, you can get a ticket. Come on out. Uh, you may not be able to get the vehicle in, but listen, dude, that's that's overrated, man. Some people, I think, put a little too much into the fact that, hey, I can't sit right next to my car. There's plenty of truck clubs out there and and great people and vendors that you can go and visit. But it's uh, the 22nd through the 24th, April, Southeast Mini Truck and Nats. Mike and Maggie Valley will be there with toothpicks on our eyes, right? Oh, absolutely. We will not miss it. And uh, actually, with that being said, um, hats off to Sean Rose and, um, you know, working together. Man, a, um, a bead roller for auction. I mean, is that not fucking awesome or what, man? And, uh, so how exciting is that? That's something new, something different. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And, uh, definitely look forward to, to Maggie Valley every single year. Mini Nats is one of those shows you don't want to miss. And, uh, I just, I look forward to it, man. I can't wait. Always a good time. Yeah. I could see Sean Rose running a nonprofit in the future. You know, as much as he gives back, dude, the guy has in my mind, you know, I've got high hopes for whatever he decides to do. You know, obviously he's got his metal work. And, and all of that stuff, and he just mentioned some of the teachings and stuff. So, dude, the sky's the limit. And, um, you know, even out of tough situations, which we've established with Sean, you know, positivity comes out of that in some ways, form, or fashion. Universe has a weird way of working itself out, and I just love the kind of that upward trajectory that he's on. And, of course, even David Magotti, who he gives a lot of credit to, and we do as well. So, uh, great kinfolk. No, abs- no, that is his right-hand man. And, um, and they do, uh, together, uh, they do, uh, spreading the love and that is their foundation. Uh, that is, uh, what they do. They help, you know, raise money through spreading the love and, uh, they're going to be helping some good people, um, at, you know, mini nets. So definitely look forward to it. Can't wait. And, uh, and hats off to Lauren Miller coming on and, and, uh, killing it, man. She's a old knock off the, the block there, uh, from, uh, from her dad. She, uh, she came on the podcast and, uh, did an absolutely great job as well yeah definitely and she's stepping in filling those shoes not easy to do and uh it's great to hear that the show in about a week is going to be um on a popping but the last episode recap brought to you by lone star throwdown 
Set your clocks for August 1st this year on or about the pre-sale will go, or pre-registration rather, for LST 2023 next February in Conroe. Mike the General updates, dude. Listen, I know, speaking of LST, we got back from it. Um, We weren't able to link up that week. Obviously, you know, you were trying to get back to work. Um, You actually went back Monday, and then you ended up getting sick the following week right after relaxing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I went to relaxing on the ranch, and uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, I woke up Sunday morning and – just coming out every other every end okay and okay i mean this is you know a, a clean podcast hey, just just giving them the lowdown nothing not going to go into no details so basically to say i was i was off work till wednesday i didn't go back to work till wednesday because i was not feeling up to it well i'm glad you're feeling better dude um you know if you had one or two words to sum up lst because we didn't get a chance to talk about it you know, it wasn't easy recapping all that because, dude, it was mind blowing. Uh, what would you, what would you sum up LST twenty twenty two? Amazing as always, man. Always a good time. It brings out people from. I mean, we had guys stopping by our booth that listened to the podcast from Germany, um, to right there from Texas. From I mean, we had them from all walks of the world, man. They were coming from everywhere. Uh, what was it, Maine and Washington and and Canada and and they were all stopping by. Uh, you know, telling us nothing but good, good, uh, good things uh, about the podcast, and and uh, and act- we actually got people that actually listen to us and actually like us, man. It's so, uh, and it seems to always happen at uh, at uh, at LST. So it's always a good time, and and we have one of the best spots in the in the house. So uh, we always look forward to LST. And if you guys don't like Jay said earlier, August first pre registration. Make sure you guys don't miss out. Bring out those damn mini trucks. And uh, they want more mini trucks out there, and uh, we hope to help them bring out more mini trucks because there's definitely plenty of room out there. They give out badass trophies. I know it's not always about the trophy, uh, but, guys, (laughs) here's your opportunity to get one of the baddest trophies in all of America. Well, I agree. The thing I'll say is if you remember in Cable Guy when, you know, the hot chick is hanging out with, um, um, you know, with them, and the next morning, he's like, you know, he finds out she leaves, and you know, he's like, you know, that was my treat. And he was like, "What do you mean? Like, she was a prostitute, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, do you think someone like that would hang out with us? You know what I mean?" So, you know, it was this mind effery. But at at LST, I think DJ Mays like slipped them like a fifty a piece, right? And he was like, "Yo, go tell these guys you're from Germany." And like you, you listen to this podcast, and they're like, "Yeah, no problem." So I think it was DJ Mays just looking out, possibly. You know, he didn't want me to share that. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> um, but hey, regardless, it was fifty dollars well spent. Let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, right. All right. The, my general update is: recently, I picked up an old school like '80s home stereo, and I've been looking for one for a while. You know, some people collect all the boom boxes, and those those prices have skyrocketed. Uh, more so than some of these NFTs and stuff. But, you know, uh, the old school is back. You know, there's plenty of 80s pages that I follow and I, I just thoroughly enjoy. Uh, the 80s Garage is one. Uh, there's um, 80s Timmy. Uh, he was actually featured briefly on that show, um, Swap Shop. And um, But I picked up 
uh, kind of a little sentimental because it was my friend's family's um, and uh, their daughter. She had passed away from uh, like leukemia and cancer. And, um, you know, it's been several years. We were close with the family and I acquired this radio. And uh, it's pretty cool, Mike, because rest in peace to Jody, uh, able to kind of carry on the little, little legacy. You know, they they they're kind of big hoarders. They have a lot of cool stuff. You know, I'll say it like that. And uh, they were recently kind of downscaling. So I was able to get this radio, and it brought back a lot of memories to put in some of my tape cassettes. Because, you know, you know you're getting old when you say, kids these days will never know such and such, right? Yeah, and we heard it as kids. You know, I used to walk 10 miles to school and all that stuff. But for me, you know, when you put a tape cassette in, I almost kind of forgot that once that tape hits the end, it goes click and it stops. And then what you have to do, Mike? You have to rewind. Or eject and flip it to the B side, dude. You know what uh, I mean? the B side, the B side. Well, obviously, there you go. It's been so long since I've had to eject it and flip it and push play that uh, I totally forgot about that. But you are correct. Yeah, and the other thing was it brought back the memory that I had forgotten was, you know, this one on the volume. Like, if you just barely, t- you know, you move the volume up and down, and it's all like scratchy. You know, you can barely, you can't hear anything, and then. I have to just keep moving the volume up and down, and you get that sweet spot, and then boom. Well, unfortunately, I've got it so freaking loud in here. It's like, okay, I want to turn it down. But it reminded me of some of the radios that I had as a kid that, you know, you'd go to turn the volume up, and it was like, God, then you get it perfect. So, you know, it's so funny that, you know, I can listen to music like I do a lot through Spotify and Apple Music. Got CDs, but to be able to go back and listen to a tape and kind of hear just that, that uh, unperfected kind of sound, right? Because, you know, we're so used to listening to crystal clear stuff. I don't know, man. It just hit the nostalgia. And, you know, I got to thank the folks that I pretty much call my fam, dude, for, for, uh, you know, adding it over here to the the archives, man. So you mean to tell me you have cassette tapes over there? Uh, I've got about 50 sitting right next to me, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and do you know this? Um, You know, a lot of people may not remember, but Ryan and Buddy at Graphics Mafia, they hooked me up with two cassette tapes that are unopened, dude. They're still sealed, and they're rap cassette tapes. Dude, those are gold, bro. <laughs> gold. Unopened. So, But, dude, the 80s are back, man. 70s, 80s, and I love it. So the general updates this week brought to you by Southeast Mini Truck and Nats. Again, we said it a minute ago. We'll see you at Mini Nats 2022. It's hashtag mini Nats is pretty much the way I look at it, or mini Nats 2022. So, Mike, you know what this means, dude. We're all right, players. You got to get ready. Are you ready for trivia with Miggity Mike, the mayor? Oh, shit. Bro, it's been so long, man. Go easy on me. Go easy on me. Okay, players. Now it's time to get serious. Dude, this fresh hit TV show pilot was filmed in May 1990. It began airing later that year in or around September. It featured a teenager who was forced to live with his aunt and uncle. It went on to run for six seasons, 148 episodes, and even featured, I think, some of the college years a little bit towards the end. Uh, The cast even got together for a reunion which aired in November 2020 on a premium network channel. Do you have any idea what show this was, man? It had a famous intro song, too, man. 
Well, my first thought was, I don't want to say because I might be wrong. Can I have one more clue? Dude, it was auntie and uncle, not aunt and uncle. Auntie and uncle. Okay, so was they... The license plate did say fresh and there were some dice in the mirror. Oh, man. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Well, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it was my guess. Nice, dude. Ding, ding, ding. Man, you got a tick mark coming back off two weeks off. Bro. Did I give you too many clues? I know the Airhead Nation's probably slamming their fist going, dude, you shouldn't have gave them with the dice in the mirror. I know Diener likes that one, though. Bro, you can – it can be one of those things where, oh, I knew it. How did you not know it? Well, basically, as soon as you said auntie and uncle, I knew exactly who you were referring to. Because I ain't going to lie. At first, I thought you were talking about uh, Saved by the Bell was my first – Because I said the college years, and you were like, boom. I was trying to throw you off. And and so, yes. But as soon as you said auntie and uncle, I knew exactly who you were talking about. Yeah, when I wrote the question earlier today – I typed it up, and I was like, I was going to say auntie and uncle when I read it. Then I was like, no, I'm going to say aunt and uncle because, you know, in the song where he's like, you know, he's talking about my you know, auntie and uncle in Bel Air. So, but anyways, very fun show. I loved it. Loved growing up to watching it. Many of us did. And um, I think that they've rebooted the show in a different kind of way. And, you know, obviously everything's reboots now. But regardless, Mike, dude, no whammies this week, bro. Dude, I love when there's no whammies. I'm telling you. And, hey, here's another way for no whammies. If you go to atlmagazine.com, you can order the magazine, issue 29. They also have a few others available, including the 2022 calendar, all-time low magazine. It's atlmagazine.com. Ain't that right, Mike? Well, bro, you know, talking about that, my, my mailman must be keeping mine because I still haven't gotten mine yet. Smart, fast, smart, fast, smart, fast. Dude, it could be the smut man, the smut bandit stealing. Smut bandit strikes again. Yep, strikes again. So, Chad Luke, congrats again on the cover. Michelle Boone killed it. I love some of these behind-the-scene photos we've seen, and uh, I'll, hopefully I'll have mine soon as well. So, next we got the scene updates, Mike, brought to you by our family that we'll talk about in a minute. I mentioned at the top Alex Anderson, also known as Alex Who. I got to say this, Mike, Jason Mulligan, he had uh, posted uh, on my way home. I wasn't able to watch the whole thing. Um, I was about 10 minutes from home. And if you go on his Instagram, it's jmulligan13. He has a uh, little under 10-minute tribute video. My understanding, this is going to run during the celebration of life for Alex Who. Uh, He had reached out. I want to thank him. He had reached out to get the audio from our interview that we reshared earlier this year. And um, I heard a couple of the little clips in there. And uh, Mike, it's just, you know, I, I was I was honored that he, you know, had reached out. I'm more honored that he put together this great tribute. Um, you know, I'm beyond thanks for the very small part, uh, you know, of helping Alex, you know, seemingly tell his life story kind of through OLP. I, I would have never thought we could be a part of something like that. Uh, you know, and what I mean by that is being connected to the scene in the way that we are. And, um, you know, rest in peace, Alex, who, I mean, he was beloved by many. And this weekend, if anybody's in or around uh, West Coast Customs, it's going down. And as I mentioned at the top, Pin has more information on his Instagram. 
Revelations, Inc., and you'll see their Celebration of Life. Alex Who's Celebration of Life car show. I think there's 75 or so um, vehicle uh, potential entries available. You just have to hit a pin. West Coast Customs is uh, 2101 West Empire Ave in Burbank, California. So, Mike, it's great that they're able to get together and, uh, you know, celebrate his life. Uh, absolutely, and it definitely sounds like a good time. And because, uh, you know, uh, Alex always had a good time no matter what he was doing and uh, knew how to have a part, you know, knew how to throw a party. And because uh, I tell you what, the stories that when he came onto the podcast, uh, when he was telling those stories, man, whoo, what a life, man, what a life. 100. So I can't make it. Uh, it's my wife's birthday. We had our anniversary earlier this uh, month and she wasn't feeling well. And um, so we're probably going to do some family stuff. I got to help my mom on Saturday and then probably Saturday night do something. We haven't really done anything, it seems like, in forever, just with things we have going on at the house. But uh, to everybody on the West Coast that can get together and celebrate, please do. If you can't and you want to learn more, uh, check out Jason Mulligan on Instagram. He has the tribute. He put it together. Uh, there's many, many, many photos, and I've only watched about half of it, so check it out. Mike, the rest of the scene updates, I do know our family, speaking of who sponsors this segment, Garage Gear Clothing, they offer, how much is the shipping, Mike, on their website? Absolutely free, my friend. And you know they keep the pedal stomped. Crystal and Lonnie, they were at Good Guys out in Texas, and they said, yo, the Texas is so bipolar. They were huddled up. It looked like he was ready to run into a bank, dude, with a COVID mask on because they were so cold. But in all seriousness, dude, big ups to the fam at Garage Gear. Those guys are no stranger to going to shows. And, Mike, LST was just recently, and, again, the no excuses. They got the pedal stomped. Always got the pedal stomped. And don't forget, not only do they have garage gear clothing, but they always have. They also have garage girl clothing. You know it, and they also are on uh, YouTube. So that's the cool thing. A lot of these events I can't go to, but I love watching what Lonnie puts together. I think he even posted one from uh, LST. I don't know how he finds the time. And um, I he helps inspire me to get out there. And if I can't take a lot of video, like at LST, I took uh, photos, and I made that, and I put that on our YouTube channel. So check out us, OLP, Garage Gear Clothing, and all of the other great um, contributors from our scene that are building awesome content out there. Uh, Kyle Westbrook from Severed High School Truck, he had posted. He said that uh, the truck, the standard cab OBS, is back together. Love this truck. It's got the Sierra front end, real good-looking interior. And uh, the homie's always doing it. So big ups to Kyle uh, Westbrook. Uh, Mike, I did see, I want to give a huge shout out to the Lakeside Showdown crew. They had reached out to us and we did add the event. Uh, within about a week, we added it to our OLP digital show calendar. But it looks like they had a lot of good people. I know Justin and Eli, they were out there. A lot of NC members, uh, Joe Slade from Assorted and so many others. So I'm thinking that event is really going to gain a lot of steam and uh, happy to see that uh, in, in our truck scene. Oh, absolutely, brother. And uh, I tell you what, uh, Damian Davis was out there covering it and uh, and took some pictures and uh, posted up quite a bit. And it looked like for their first year show, they had a really great turnout. Yeah, real deal. And speaking of Damian, you know, he's killing it with the content, as you mentioned on his uh, Instagram. Lots of cool videos. So check him out, Damian Davis. 
uh, Amanda Ryder, uh, OLP alumni, uh, she had posted, God, I missed this girl. And I tell you, her and uh, her man, Sean, they uh, have this blazer that I absolutely love. It's hers. But uh, they've been getting the interior done, Mike. And, dude, they're swinging for, like, literally the fences with this. And I tell you what, it looks so awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of what they're doing to this uh, blazer. And, uh, man, it's got a lot of history. Love seeing this thing at shows. Uh, well, it will be at Mini Nats. So you will definitely be able to get to see it um, firsthand at Mini Nats. Yeah, I love, love, love what they're doing with it. And, you know, the two-door Blazers don't get enough love, I don't think. You know, especially as times went on, it doesn't seem like there's as many out there. But I tell you what, this one is all hot rod. And uh, I absolutely love one of my favorite trucks in the truck scene. Amanda Ryder's uh, badass blazer. Can't wait to to see more of it. Yes, sir. Eddie Gordy, of course, is uh, still scorching out there, hitting all the events. So, congrats to him for uh, picking up the points. Uh, great, great dude, and and just really got the pedal stomped. And then I also want to say Robbie Williams. He says I 100% had no idea about this. I appreciate everyone who knew, keeping it a secret. I was blown away when I seen it, and not going to lie, got a little teary eyed. So it was pretty cool that uh, Bonsai Cruisers, Robbie or Robert Williams, uh, also known as Robbie Williams on Instagram, uh, trash bag the Mazda. It uh, it made it into All Time Low magazine. So it's pretty cool to get the recognition, even to, with the badass reader rides. Heck yeah! Any way of getting in is a good way. Real deal. Uh, Want to uh, thank again GarageGearClothing.com for the scene updates this week. That's all that we have there. Um. Mike, the key show updates, really, I think the big thing that we want to reinforce is that in uh, two weeks, no, excuse me, and yeah, I think two weeks from this Friday is going to be a great show up in Niceville, Florida, okay, and we haven't reinforced this enough, Mike, we are going to have an award for this show, okay, in Niceville, and um, it's going to be at the Mullet Festival grounds, okay, and we're no stranger to Kim and David, are we? Nope, Mr. Tickmark. We got to get him on. I don't know that I'll be able to link up with him this week. But if you look at our OLP show calendar, you're going to see Sparks in the Park is the first, second, and third in, as I mentioned, Niceville, Florida, at the Mullet Festival Grounds. And, Mike, uh, we are going to be giving away award. What I'd like to re- 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 reinforce, if I can speak, is we want to get this 80s and 90s theme going. So it's going to be the best 80s and 90s attire. Okay? So last year we did the mullet thing. We had a few people um, that that celebrated. But look, like bring out your old uh, you know pullover Chicago Bulls jackets or uh, whatever you got, right? Bring out your bicycles. Now, Mike, we have to have a contingency. If something happens that nobody brings their 80s and 90s attire for this outfit – then we're going to have to just resort to giving out the Get Decked Award to our favorite vehicle. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? But I do think if we can get some 80s and 90s attire going at the Mullet Festival grounds, it's a win-win for everyone. Sounds good to me. But you have do, to come do out. you already have this award? Who's making this award for us? Give them some props. Joey at Get Decked, man. You know on Facebook and Instagram it's Get Decked. And the cool thing is, Mike, he'll even put artwork or a photo onto a skate deck as little as low as one order. So 
Uh, if you're a show promoter and you want to do more, of course, he will take care of you. And, Mike, I tell you what, it's amazing to see how many skate decks are being sold at shows these days. Oh, dude, Joey at Get Decks is absolutely killing it. Um, so, yes, make sure you guys hit him up if you want your own skate deck um, with whatever you want on it. Just hit him up and he can make it happen for you. Real deal. So, uh, Sparks in the Park 850 on Instagram, Sparks in the Park on Facebook. Please, if you can, I know for some of us, especially the folks in Southern Florida, it's tough to get all the way out to the panhandle. I've driven past it many times going to out-of-state shows. I totally get it. It's a fun show. There's a huge canopy of trees. It's not hot. Uh, There's great vendors. There's a great family vibe. There's corn toss. There's all that stuff going down. But you got to get out to the Mullet Festival Grounds first weekend in April. And, oh, by the way, this year, it is not on Easter weekend, so that should be a great thing. There are some RV spots available, and uh, their website, Sparks in the Park, of course, uh, they have a ton of information there. So uh, hit them up, right, Mike? Oh, absolutely. From there, Mike, I think the big thing that we want to reinforce, and we, we talk about these shows every week, so I, I want to kind of just jump ahead and say, look, I talked to uh, DJ Mays earlier I am going to be flying out. I'm trying to figure out the flight now for relaxing in the park. So uh, relaxing in the park, of course, is a couple months away, so you can plan. But the 20th through the 22nd of May, okay, it's the weekend after Battle in Bama. And um, relaxing in the park is going to be a fantastic show. It's at a new location. And we'll talk to uh, DJ Mays in two weeks. We'll have him on. So a big ups to the family. Mike, I know you're planning to go up as well. I was looking at flights through a Legion, and it doesn't seem like there's a lot. Um, I'd have to be kind of going Friday to Monday, and I don't know if I can swing that. Uh, I'd like to go Friday to Sunday. But uh, the rest assured, there's obviously more options out there. So I'm kind of checking the different apps. Want to get a good flight in and out of uh, St. Louis. Yes, sir. Uh, honestly, first year going, and uh, really excited, and I can't wait. It's going to be a real deal. All right, so if you want more show information, go to ourlifestylepodcast.com. On the left side, under uh, products, you'll see cart, about, listen, and, oh, yes, our um, official OLP show calendar. Tap that and then click here. So when you tap here, you'll get a pop-up, and it will ask if you want to subscribe. I've done a lot of updates to the calendar. I do understand if you've got an Android device, you may need to email us our lifestyle podcast at gmail.com and I'll send you the link directly for some reason. It doesn't seem like it works on the website. Not sure why. Uh, Mike, uh, really not a lot of uh, podcast updates this week. Just want to let everyone know that we did submit the order. It took us a little bit longer to get the order into Brant, and that was on us because we extended the presale a week. And then by the time um, got the order paid and stuff, it kind of was a little over a week extra. So rest assured, they're about two weeks out with the print. As soon as we get the confirmation that the uh, order is headed to us for the G.I. Joe Real American OBS truck, we'll post that in the Airhead Nation. But rest assured, Mike, Shannon, we know the routine. You guys get those orders out, Mike, Shannon, uh, as quick as you can. And uh, we appreciate you for doing that. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we look forward to getting those orders so we can send them all out. And we appreciate everybody that supported us, and uh, we look forward to getting that uh, the uh, GI Joe uh, theme shirt in and uh, get those to everybody. Because uh, I tell you what, it was definitely uh, 
one of the pre-orders for the books. That's for damn sure. Yes, sir. So we want to thank Joey at Get Decked for providing the OLP updates this week for sponsoring us, rather. And it's uh, Get Decked, two words, Facebook, Instagram. Look him up. He'll take care of you if you want to put artwork on a skate deck. Mike, two, um, a couple last things, right? So Airhead Nation updates. I did see that Craig Braid lost his grandfather. So rest in peace. Craig is a great supporter. And uh, we wish um, you know your, your family the best during that difficult time. Phil Fowler had posted uh, that he saw the news that Eric Johnson had passed away. Many, many years of going to truck shows with this guy. And he's always at the end of Summer Bash. So rest in peace. I did not know him. But to our extended family, Phil Fowler, uh, we're sorry to hear of the loss. And it sounds like a loss for the scene, Mike. Oh, absolutely. Always, uh, always a shame when we lose uh, when we lose somebody. Did you see that Matt and Michelle got hitched, dude? Dude, it's about time. Yeah, Matt put a damn about time. Put a ring on it. You know, he said he was saving up for new billets, and I was like, "Yo, dog." I mean, Michelle's real deal. Let's be honest. I mean, we've hung out with her. We've hung out with both of them, getting crazy. Uh, they always are the life of the party. And uh, we wish them all the success, right? And, Mike, you know, let's give them some words on keeping the domestic disputes down. You know what I mean? Because I know you and Shannon have kind of thrown, you know, kitchen chairs through windows and the law's been called. But any advice for Matt? Bro, that's only happened twice. Come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it's not that bad. Hey, uh, you did the right thing. Uh, you finally uh, made her an honest woman. And uh, congratulations. And she's definitely a keeper. And uh, we wish you guys nothing but uh, happiness. And Mike, Bill, and I always butcher his last name. I'm sorry, Bill, one of my fellow Go Pack Go guys. Bill Dyerich. Did I say it right? Dyerich? Oh, yes. He's now a Floridian. Yeah, I heard he was moving down. But here's the thing, dude. He had posted about his dad, you know, that he, that his, um, he found a photo with him and his dad. And, um, you know, it made me think, you know, not only is today his birthday, but he when he was posting about that, uh, you know, it made me think, like, you know, it's not easy losing a loved one. So uh, it was cool that he found that photo, and uh, I said, hey, man, sorry for your loss. Okay. So not easy to pivot off that. I want to thank Hammered Weekend Wear, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. You can visit their website. They do have a few extra uh, items that they've added, and they have the Jekyll and Hyde as well as the Leo, uh, what Leo wants, Leo gets. You can go pick those items up. Again, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com. Mike, I got one last thing for you, bro. You got three minutes? Oh, let's hear it. So remember early in the podcast, I can't remember if it was if it was episode 80 or 180, but I had that whole idea to go, hey, let's just throw it back to like the year 1980, Okay. So I want to bring that back, but I'm going to keep it a lot shorter, just a couple of things. And, Mike, do you remember anything from 1980, though? Like, I mean, I was two years old. I remember a lot of stuff from then, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you do because, I mean, shit, I was, what, three years old. Um, So, uh, honestly, I can't say I remember too much from 1980. My Dude, friend. I, remember, I remember the toys my parents bought me. And like, I was like, I didn't want that. You know what I mean? And then I was, I remember envisioning GI Joe's coming, which I think they, those came in 80, 82, I think, because that's the 40th anniversary now. But in 1980, here's, here's like three, 
three quick things that happened, right? And we're gonna I'm gonna do this for the next I don't know maybe 20 episodes. But dude, Mount St. Helen erupted on May 18th in Washington, killing 57 people. I remember seeing <laughs> not the eruption, okay, and it's not funny. I remember seeing in textbooks and learning about Mount St. Helen uh, in, in, like, grade school, dude. Hmm. Do you remember that? Uh, I can't say I do. Well, I don't don't recall that, no. Now, in Japan, or Japan becomes, in 1980, the world's largest auto-producing country. So, you know, everyone was like, you know, all these last years, like, by American and stuff, dude, like, the Japanese have been like grass passing us for a long time. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I think just that was crazy that that happened 40, a little over 40 years ago. Yeah. It, it, time, time is definitely uh, flying, bro. Cause like you said, that's hard to believe that it's that damn 40 years. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're getting a fucking old. I mean, you're getting old. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Last two, January 29th of 80, the Rubik's Cube makes its international debut at the British Toy and Hobby Fair in London, dude. And I'm going to confess, Mike, I do not like the Rubik's Cube. Okay? My brain doesn't work that way. And my little nephew can do it, like, pretty freaking quick. Okay? My nephew Damon, he's a good kid. Smart kid. Okay? I cannot effing do a Rubik's Cube, okay? And I, I want you to hear the, ve- the just the vengeance in my voice, dude, on how much it frustrated me as a kid, dude. 40 years ago, that motherfucker came out. Well, 42 years ago. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I was unable to ever do it as well. I was not able to master it, so I, I nah, no, me either. But, what I can say, and I don't know the time frame. I didn't do no research. I have left one peg on the peg board at Crackle Barrel. Oh wow, dude! Look at you. Was that over? A, <laughs> was that over a sweet tea? How about? Well, it was definitely a lot more than just one, right? Um, because you just can't sweet tea at Crackle Barrel. Yeah, I've sure. seen you manhandle the the pitcher. You go, hey, ma'am, just. You know what? Save yourself. Just put it right here. Right here. Right there. I know you can't, but just do it. Yeah. Okay, the last one, May 22nd, 1980, the, uh, the Pac-Man video game is released in Japan, later becoming the best-selling arcade game of all time. And, man, if you love Pac-Man, I'm a huge Miss Pac-Man fan, and I almost had our OG arcade. My work had it for years. I was supposed to get it. And I was on vacation, and they had to just get rid of it. And I was like, dude, I could tear some Miss Pac-Man up. But, dude, to think, 42 years ago, now we're playing games that are, like, insane, you know, some of us, on, on our phones. And uh, times have changed, Mike. Well, not only are you a fan of Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man, but Shannon is also a huge uh, Pac-Man fan that I actually went and bought her an actual arcade pac-man and we have it here in the house dude do you you know we're getting some remodeling done here you think i could kind of live down there for a couple months well how about we do one thing even better how about you just come when you pick my truck up i'll have it in the back of the truck and you can borrow <laughs> yeah well i've got it i've got a new rv and i was just thinking if i could kind of park it down there for a couple months you know 
Well, I don't know how the association would feel about an RV uh, in our development. It, it leaks bad, so, too, man. Like, the dude, it's got a bad oil leak. I don't know if they really care about the oil leaks. I just don't think that they really want. But you don't care. The, like, you don't have a nice driveway or anything, right? I can leak oil there. Oh, I'm not leaving. I'm not letting you park in the driveway. I'm no. going to leave you out on the end of the street. No, dude, I'm going for the drive driveway, man. No, no, I need no, a quick no. way to get in to use the restroom and stuff, man. No, no, no. Into the street. I just don't know if they would. I think they would have a problem with that. So, um, you know, but, you know, let's have a moment of silence for our good friend DJ Mays lost one of his, his idols. I know. And man. Razor Ramon is no longer with us. He's up in heaven. And, uh, you know, bless him soul. And, uh, and I'm really sorry, uh, DJ Mays, that you probably one of your biggest idols as a kid. And, uh, so, you well, know, I talked to Mays earlier and I brought it up that I think over the weekend he had, maybe that guy had a heart attack and then he had went in and, and I think he had multiples, you know, multiple heart attacks, but yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, dude. I mean, it, it just shows that as you get older, you know, the stuff that you loved as a kid, man, like it just, it kind of, it hits you hard that you start losing people around you, whether it was an idol or a sports figure like that. I mean, it's crazy, bro. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause I tell you what, a lot of people watched that guy, um, uh, during, you know, our younger years. And, uh, he was definitely one of the, one of the best. That's for sure. Yeah. And I, we can't give away too much, but we have something coming that pays homage kind of to a segment of that era. You know what I mean? No, oh, okay. We we just talked about it the other day. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying, but I didn't want to give it away. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm yeah, agreeing with you. Bar- Barbies and stuff. Well, we I gotta, you know, we gotta throw the trail. You know, remember you gotta like you take the shirt and rub it on the tree and throw it the other way and go the other way so the dogs go that way. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's not what I was remembering <laughs> what we talked about, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well we're spun out well mike you know what we're gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to jump into the audio now with jesse from one of our canadian uh good kinfolk severed brother of mine and mike it's always great to hear from you i'm glad you rebounded um from the illness and uh you know we knew it wasn't like ill communication like beastie boys you know what i mean so we're glad you're back kind of hey license to ill baby <laughs> all right brother have a good weekend hey brother you take care we got you See Yo, so I mentioned earlier I was hoping to link up with David DeCorver, a.k.a. Tick Mark, and I made it happen for this week because their show is in two weeks, but I want to welcome Mr. Tick Mark Willie, David DeCorver, back to the show. How you doing? Yo, 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 we're here chilling with you, brother. You know. You're always working on you're always working on trucks or going to truck shows, let's be honest. Uh, let's be honest. Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm up here on the redo of Sweet Ellie as we talk. Dude, <laughs> you got no breaks in you. But hey, let's cut to the chase well, at Relaxing on the Ranch, dude. We saw oh. we saw a camper out there hitting three wheel, <laughs> and I said, "I know whose that is, man. Yeah. That's the Decorvers." Yeah. I thought I thought it had yeah. hydraulics on it, bro. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was making the bed spin on <laughs> on that thing, buddy. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well, listen. All jokes aside, so in, in two weeks, right, right. 
Sparks in the Park yes. car truck and bike show April 1st through the 3rd. Ooh. Where's it going yeah, down? Give sure. us the latest intel. Going down in Nashville, Florida, uh, the Mullet Festival grounds, straight down Highway 85 off of I-10, about 15 miles, and it'll be on your left-hand side. You'll see all the signage. But, yeah, it's a great venue, man. The place is full of trees and lights, and we just have a great time out there, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. See everybody. And keep me honest, I mean, this couldn't happen without the different sponsors, but think about Sal's muffler and brakes. You know how much he's been on board since day one. Day one, yeah. It's been my title sponsor from day one. That man is good people. So he is out for us in the scene. He he hangs out. He does what he can. And he's always sponsored me from the get-go. As soon as I offered it to him, he jumped right on. So I can't complain, and I'm going to keep him as long as he'll keep me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it sounds so peaceful. We can hear the birds chirping, man. I mean, it, it it's just <laughs> a great place up there. Now, yep. in Niceville, Florida, I always tell people, pull up Google Maps, take a look, and see how long the drive is for them. Uh, the last couple of years, right. it's been about five, six-hour drive for me. I know Biggity Mike, the mayor, is about eight. Uh, the showgrounds, yep. as you mentioned, are awesome. Uh, what's... You know, what should people look forward to this year with the fourth annual event? Man, um, you know, the same stuff in a sense. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot more people coming from what I'm understanding, um, if they all come. Um we got the Easter Bunny making an appearance on Saturday, of course, and uh we're gonna do the Easter egg hunt and, you know, pictures with the rabbit, all that good stuff. And then we're going to have a color contest for the kids, as always, because we always do stuff for the kids. You know, uh, the Devil's Rejects come up strong with that. Give us a couple scooters for scooters or bikes for the winners of the color contest. And, you know, we do, the like I said, the Easter egg hunt. And then, you know, uh, Get Low and Toast will be on the ones and twos all day long on the mic, letting you all know what's going down. And then... We do, uh, and we got OLP coming in doing the 80s, 90s contest we decided to do instead of the mullet contest. But we'll still, we still appreciate the mullets. We'll do the mullets. We'll give you more points if you got the mullets with the good 80s, 90s stuff, right? Right. Exactly. And it's just coming the the 80s, 90s vibe. And, you know, who will award someone with vipers and. Puff parachute pants, you know, neon colors, the whole yeah. works. <laughs> Mike, Mike's got it all. I mean, Mike's going. He said he's gunning for it. I go, Mike, you can't win your own award. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now yeah. I, I know Kim is busy tonight, but Kim, she's been putting in the work. And when I go to sparksinthepartshow.com, oh, it looks like I see all the information there, including um, the vendors and the schedule. Yes, everything's on the website. Um, we have taken down pre-registration at this point, and then, you know, but you can still go on and and check everything out. Uh, the uh, event schedule and everything's on the website. Uh, we have, uh, I'm sure, the vendors and everybody that will be there is on there, food and everything else. So, of course, we have you know great food and vendors and stuff coming. Egg rolling hut, um, Charles Dabs barbecue. Uh, Oh, yeah. Now, they also have yeah. uh, David and Kim's phone numbers on there, so if you want to spam them you know, with, right. with photos, you can. But in all, <laughs> all seriousness, you got to Make them good numbers. photos, man. they, they got to be right. good ones. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, no garbage. I mean, nudes and stuff, right? I mean, the no, they, as long as they're good nudes, we're good with it. Right. 
Right. You know, I mean, this is a family podcast. I know you and Mike right, don't right, really go right. off course. You know, it's all your fault. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You did it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You like how I trick you. Huh? Uh, Sparks of the Park, yep, yep. Uh, eight five zero on Instagram. Of course, Sparks of the Park on Facebook. Right. Um, if you go and you follow the event or mention that you're going, of course, you're going to get key updates uh, through the the book face there. Um, the show, yeah, like I yeah. said, the last couple times I've went, it's been awesome. And this year it's not on Easter, which makes it a little bit easier for you guys. Right. Yes, sir. That's the biggest thing. We're, we are so glad. I mean, we knew it would be close to Easter, but we didn't think that it would affect us as much as it did. But that's fine. We we still had a great time. I mean, we still had a great turnout. Oh yeah. And who is the main um, folks that are doing the trophies? You, did you end up with one vendor this year? Um, no, I used uh, two or three actually. I used uh, Felt Ham Fab. You know, back yes. to X for my best of, of course, all Good. the time. He does fabulous work, and I can't complain. And and he's been knocking them out of the park. I mean, they're just doing some really great jobs on them. Plus, we've added a bunch to those. Um, we generally did like, I think we did like 10 or 12, and we're up to like 22 this year. So, and yeah, then, you know, right. And then we did our uh, Welch's Chop Shop, did our top 50s. So, we got some really nice top 50s coming. And they're a mixture of acrylic and metal this year. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, if you go and check out F E L T H A M Fab, uh, he's one of our right. um, you know top guys that we've linked up with over the years, and he's done a lot for the scene. But you look at the last six or seven posts, you're going to see these really killer sparks in the park awards, and they're literally one off. And you know, there's there's not a person that yep. I know that wouldn't want to have one of those in the man cave or woman cave. So. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Exactly. And then we love Welch's yep. Chop Shop. You know, he knocks it out for so many um, events across the country. So pretty yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, he's been awesome. Been awesome. All, all of my people that do my awards have been awesome for me. I have had no problems. And then, of course, I have uh, Robert Messenger does a uh, a one-off uh, rat rod trophy for me every year. So, And then um, I've got Orion Paints is coming in this year and doing a – I don't know. They, last year, I think they did a skate deck, a custom painted skate deck for a best paint award. And then the guy here that's tied in with Orion, um, Daryl Crow, is doing. Uh, told me today that he's doing a best of show interior award uh, for him because he does a lot of interior custom interior work. So he's gonna make a little custom card type deal. So nice. Yeah. Well, oh. well, I'll reinforce this to everyone out there. You know, David DeCorver, we call him Tick Mark Willie. Him and his wife and David, even alone, will go. They go to a lot of shows out there, and I can't stress enough: if you have the opportunity to get out to their event, Sparks in the Park, again, Sparks in the Park eight five zero on Instagram or on Facebook, you can find more information. I mean, please, please, please get out to the event. Every time we go, uh, I love it. Like you said, the canvas of or you know the canopy of trees. It makes it kind of a cool day. Uh, there's great right. places to eat in town, some new restaurants, and it's really pretty close mm-hmm. to the to the um, Air Force Base, right? Keep me honest, and so that brings a lot yes, of money. Yes, you're into that literally area. sometimes sometimes when you go- the when you Google the 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 park, 
and you try to travel it, it'll take you straight on the Air Force Base. Yeah. So, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we've seen you driving your dually around there trying to figure out how to get out. I was like, where's he going? But uh, at least it wasn't the camper, yeah, though, because they might it's, have arrested It's crazy because the park doesn't have a physical address, so we just kind of got to tag a spot. <laughs> yeah, and then when you so when you're that, getting up close to it to turn in, I would just you know everyone will see the signs, but that, you don't yeah. want to go too fast because I think you get right on the main road there. No, no, you get if you go too fast, you'll end up down at the marina. So you just got to flip around and come back. But yeah, get just, sideways. Just just try once you start coming, you know, you get about 15 miles off the interstate. Just start slowing down and following the signs. It'll it'll tell you where to turn in. <laughs> yeah, check the hashtag Sparks in the Park, or you can look back at Sparks in the Park 850 on Instagram and see the photos we've tagged him in. There's a lot of cool stuff. It's a good mix. You'll see everything from VWs, the hot rods, BMX bikes, and, of course, full-size and mini trucks. Now, listen, let's get down to the real question. How many truck okay. shows have have you how many shows have you been to this year, man, Mr. Tickmark? This year? This yeah. year? Yeah. Oh geez. Dang, you're gonna put me on the spot. Um let me see. It's One, gotta two, be it's gotta be at three, least two, right? Four, five, I think five. Dude, five, bro. You gotta slow down. Yeah, man. Five. I thought you were slowing down this year. <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, yeah. You're coming after. I thought us. I was. I thought I was. I thought you was too. <laughs> well, you know, I did what I did 23 last year, and um, so I'm like, and I got to cut it back to like 10 this year, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're halfway just try there. Try to cut it back, right? I and mean, then, yeah, with fuel cost, I mean, it's and, a great uh, year so to I cut start, back. So we start writing out the list, right? So you start writing out your list, right? And you're like, well, you know, we we really got to go to this one. This one's cool. This is a good time, you know. And then this one's great. I really would like to try this one too, you know. And then. And then you're like, okay, well, these ones we're going to have to do as a turn and burn, so those don't count. We're going to go to <laughs> – I think yeah. it ended up being like 18 this year so far. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you can also go out on sparksintheparkshow.com. That's the official website, and you can look under Photo Gallery, and they actually have photos from 2020 mm. and 2019. It kind of gives you a little bit of yeah. um, insight into what will be there. I know Tim Davis, the big homie, TD from RA, he was yeah. out there last year. Yeah. And got a chance to hang yes, out sir. with him. Uh, Buddy and Ryan from Graphics Mafia, we got crazy last year. They had this idea yep. with Hank and Ron to drive over to um, Destin, Destin, I think it was. Florida. Yeah, and you dude, went to Destin. You went down to the beach. <laughs> we, didn't get, we didn't get back till like 5 in the morning, dude. I mean, it was crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I was a little tired the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Hank had y'all going, didn't he? <laughs> dude, he? Every time we tried to leave, he said, hey, we're hitting another club, you know? Yeah, he'd be like, it's time for another round. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, everyone, Sparks in the Park. Again, Facebook, Instagram, you can check it out. It's in two weeks. It's the first through the third uh, of April 2022. Get out there. Check it out. Check out the hashtag Sparks in the Park. And, uh, dude, stay on the rise. Anything else, David? Just uh, keep on coming to the shows, brother. If y'all don't come to the shows, the shows ain't going to happen. So that's all I can tell you. Let's keep them happening. That's what I I like going. So let's see if we can get everybody else going. Right? 100%. And with that being said, we're going to roll into the audio with Jesse Chomick. Uh, everyone enjoy it. Stick through to the end. It's a real fun interview. We talk about a lot of stuff, including snowboarding. It's crazy. And have a great weekend, everyone. And, David, why don't you give us a weachia? We out here, yo, yo, yo. 
my brother. Be good. Take care. Have a good evening. Yo, yo. So we just wrapped up with Mike, man, and it was just such a fun episode uh, chatting with Mike, getting him back in the catbird seat. And I mentioned we're going to roll into Jesse Chomick. Dude, how you doing, my brother? Good, bro. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Man, I'm good and no problem, dude. I just was like hoping I didn't butcher your name. I was like one of my fellow severed Canadian homies, man, my brother. Yeah, well, I uh, I appreciate having me on. It's an honor, like I said. Um, yeah, well, I tell you what, you know, we've had what's been cool is if, if I would have thought back, you know, having some Canadians on and, and folks from Australia and, you know, all over the world, it's been pretty cool. And we have listeners in different places. Uh, Canada is a big one as well for us. And, you know, I just would want to stop for a minute and kind of just allow you to give maybe a little bit of introduction. You know, who is Jesse uh, Chomick? Well, my, yeah, my name is Jesse Chomick. I'm from a little town called Airdrie, Alberta in Canada. It's about 15 minutes north of Calgary, Alberta. I was born in Yellowknife, Northwest Territories. So, like, I'm, like, really Canadian. I think I was born with the maple syrup in my veins. Um, I don't know what else to say. I I grew up, like, skateboarding, snowboarding like crazy. Uh, my dad... My dad was into Harleys, so, like, I was kind of into vehicles growing up. Um, and then in high school, I got my first vehicle, which was a 89 S10 Blazer. Dang. But I didn't do anything, too. I just beat the shit out of my dad, and I fixed it up a little bit. And then I just, yeah, I, I remember driving through, like, a construction site and, like, jumping it over, <laughs> like, over dirt piles and shit. So, yeah, that was a good time. Um, and then I got into Volkswagens after that, so. I was into Volkswagen for a little bit, but mostly like my biggest passion growing up was snowboarding and skateboarding. But yeah, kind of the start of it all. Yeah, I wasn't expecting all that. And just to kind of break it down some, like when when you did you kind of find yourself like right because because I'm down here way in South you know Florida or you know Central Florida, and up there, do you did you find yourself skateboarding first that led into snowboarding? I'm thinking the opposite. No, I, uh, I I started skateboarding first. I think I started skateboarding at like 10 or 12. I didn't get it. I wasn't one of the kids that got into BMX. Um, now I have a BMX. I wish I got into it when I was younger. It would have been fun. I was probably better at it than skateboarding. But yeah, got into skateboarding first. Uh, I was never good. I think I've landed like one kickflip or two in right, my life. Right. Um, so, so I mostly just like filmed my friends that were good. Mm-hmm. And then... I found, then I started snowboarding at like 14 and that's like, I was a weekend warrior every, every weekend I was at the mountains snowboarding. So, and then I found mini trucks and I haven't snowboarded in like two years. (laughs) Yeah. You, your, your story could almost be out of California as well. Right. Cause we've had guests on and we all know there's certain areas where in California you could be surfing in the morning, skateboarding in the you know afternoon, and then the next day somewhere uh, where it's snowing potentially, right? And I think it's kind of yeah. cool. Now, I was never good at skateboarding. My my neighbors and I would skateboard, and there was a kid that lived by us, Larry, and he was like the closest I ever saw to a pro. Like I mean, he was really really good. He had a half pipe in at his house and stuff. I never had that kind of stuff. But 
when you compare oh, cool. skateboarding to snowboarding, was it, you know a lot of people probably like me probably think, oh yeah, you fall in snow, that doesn't hurt. But is it? It does it hurt more busting your ass on a snowboard than it does hitting the pavement? Oh man, I have like ruined myself so bad snowboarding. Like there's one time we were riding the local hill here in Calgary, and I hit one of the jumps, landed it, caught my toe edge, mm. and the next thing I know, I'm like woke up on the bottom, cracked my helmet in half, couldn't drive home. My friends had to drive me home. Yeah, it was a that was an adventure. Ouch. I've broken my arm. I blew I blew my knee out like fifteen times snowboarding. So like I've gotten a lot more injuries snowboarding than I ever did skateboarding. Yeah, because I was never really that good at skateboarding. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you got to be careful using the word blow because you know Hank he talks about blowing his knee out all the time, but he's talking about something else. I don't know what it means. You know. Yeah. I I guarantee he's probably got really good knee pads. Right. Right. He does. He does. But. Um, <laughs> You know, what's crazy, though, is when you think about um, snowboarding, right? I don't know all the history of it, but if you think about how much it's grown, I, I remember being, you know, younger and like, you know, the older people, you know, our parents, you know, when we were younger, my parents didn't, but, you know, a lot of people would, you know, they go snow skiing and stuff. That was like my my in-laws, they lived in Pittsburgh and they would go snow skiing and stuff. But it seemed like over the past, like, 30 years snowboarding really picked up and I, and I I mean kind of in my mind I contribute a lot of that too to like ESPN remember when the X Games first came out oh yeah I I definitely do that was I can remember like the progression of snowboarding pretty clearly from like when I started to what it is now it's it's crazy like competitions X Games they were doing like sevens and winning competitions now if you don't do a triple cork 1800 you're not winning shit. Yeah. Yeah, So think about this in, you know, let's say 85, they're filming the movie rad. Okay. And there's a guy that does a backflip. I met the guy and you know, that was in Cochrane, Alberta. And I always wanted to visit there. And when we had, for those that don't know, when we had Jen black on, that's your, that's your better half, right? Jesse. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. There you go. She's in here beside me. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. What's up, Jen. And when we had her on, she, she, yeah, there you go. She was talking about you guys aren't that even far from Cochrane, right? No, we're like half an hour, 40 minutes from Cochrane. Dude, I'm coming up this summer, man. I, I want to come yeah. up and I want to visit, you know, the rad locations. But if you think about right in that, you know, let's say they're filming principal photography in 85 ish and there's a backflip and it's like, oh my God. And, you know, you fast forward a few years, the X Games start. And, you know, now all these years later, you got Nitro Circus, dude. Like, the amount yeah. of progression, like, you know, people doing double and, I don't know, triple backflips on dirt bikes and all that crazy stuff. Like, to me, even though I was never good at it, even today, I still just get a thrill watching it, man. Yeah, me too. I I will watch YouTube of crazy sports athletes all day long. <laughs> like, yeah. Watching it, even though I never was into BMX, I could watch those guys hitting Mega Ramp or, like, street stuff, like, anything. It's just, it's. It's like in my blood, but it's not, I guess. Yep. I, I, I know. And, you know, it, it reminds me of um, one one of our big supporters, Bill Hancock. You know, his uh, his son had passed away, and he was uh, Thomas Hancock. He was just such a good – he was in the BMX, right? And, you know, rest a piece to Bill's son. But, you know, you think about how many different stars there's been, you know, um, 
and in the world lost uh what was it um uh, Dave Mira. Yeah, the world lost Dave Mira, right? And you know, you yeah. think about these stars and stuff and like some of these guys really uh, push the boundaries uh, on, on the, where we are today, I think. And, you know, and as you were talking about snowboarding and skateboarding, you know, my mind just started raging going, man, dude, like, it's really awesome how I think even it's got to the point where skateboarding was like in the Olympics. And then I think BMX yep. or bikes are going to be in the Olympics, too. I think they are. I think at the next or were they in? This one, yeah, I don't. Rem- I, th- I didn't remember. Yeah, I want to say they were, but you know, it was. I think they might have been. Yep, yep. So here's one. So since we're talking about sports, right? We never really do this, but dude, I gotta ask you as a Canadian, okay? I always joke yeah. with my wife every Winter Olympics. What the hell is the sport, okay? Where they push those little puck things, and they get those brooms and they start sweeping the ice. I mean, how the hell do these sports come about, dude? <laughs> Uh, curling. Um, yeah. I, I, I've tried curling. I think like twice in my life, and it was in gym class, like in school, high school, and I skipped the next period because I didn't want to do curling anymore. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, dude. I mean, it's like chess on ice, dude. Like, I mean, I'm like, you know, down here in the bars, you know, you'll have those long like tables, and you put the sand on them, and you yeah, push the little boards. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I can play that, but curling. I'm like, what the hell? Who invented this, man? <laughs> oh, man. Like, try using those stupid shoes they wear. You will eat shit. Trust dude. me. Dude, I mean, unless there's some Jordans, man, or Jen po- Painter. <laughs> I don't know if I can rock them. I'm sure you can get Jordans in curling shoes. Dude, if they don't have those, they're missing out, man, on their target market. <laughs> you know, it's got to be the they shoes. They need to get right? on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, we're having fun. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about, you know, as we transition, you know, you mentioned your dad with Harleys, right? So my dad, he was never into bikes, uh, but I know a lot of guys are, right? And they, that was maybe the the gateway for you. But, I mean, what do you really attribute to getting into vehicles? I mean, was it the motorcycle connection? Oh, it definitely was. Uh, growing up, my dad, like, I mean, I, I wasn't old enough to remember, but he used to race, like, uh four by four in like mud races he had a old toyota fj cruiser with like a 383 stroker in it that he used to race and i remember always seeing all the trophies in the like basement for his races and whatnot um but like growing up it was always he always had motorcycles in the garage and he always taught me that stock sucks so like any any (laughs) bike that he had it was it was customized so um, be like paint or, or extend the swing arm, new bars, like, yeah, everything he's built choppers in the, in the garage. Um, so like, I've, I like, I credit my custom vehicle life to my dad for that because like, I've always just been around custom Harleys so or like Harleys or motorcycles in general. Yeah. Just like so. cool stuff in general, right? Like guy stuff and that type yeah. of thing. Do you, yeah. Do you remember back, like in high school or middle school, or like you know after high school when you did? You, did you see like you mentioned the eighty nine, right? The, the S ten uh, Blazer. Do you do you remember seeing yeah. something? I mean, did you guys really have stuff cruising the streets there that was like, damn, that's pretty dope? There was a couple mini trucks in in Airdrie. Like uh, there was a Justin's S ten, Danny had an S ten. So like there was some like mini trucks, but like 
nothing really like caught my eye then. Like I was like crazy into snowboards. Like that's all I wanted. I, I wanted to be like a professional snowboarder, photographer or filmer. And like, that's where my mind was. And then, and then after high school, I got earth. Well, grade 12, I got uh Volkswagen golf CL two door that I like lowered, shaved the body line on it. So like, that's where I started getting into vehicles, but it was Volkswagen, not mini trucks. Mm-hmm. Then I had a couple of Volkswagens, and then um, in 2009, I bought, I got in, I got my first bag vehicle, and it was a 1996 Chevy 1500 OBS extended cab, bagged on 22s all around, but the front, like, it was bagged, but it didn't lay out mm-hmm. properly, so we drove that for a couple years. And then we had a car show in Lethbridge called Battle, or it was called Sideshow at the time. And then it w- was called Battle of the Bridge. And they're no longer doing it, sadly. But after one of the sideshows, I was driving my truck home and I blew a compressor. I had one compressor and a five gallon tank on just like SMC valves. And I blew a compressor and I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? The logical thing would have been like buy a new compressor and drive your truck. But no, I decided to like cut that thing up and then I cut it up, turned it into a crew cab. Damn. I put a 2006, 2006 Cat Eye, like 3500 HD front end on it. Damn. And it was bagged on, bagged and bodied on 24s and, and rear suicide doors. I had the 3D3 that was in the Mazda used to be in that. Wow! But then that project kind of, uh, I was young and dumb. So I like the frame needed better work. So I decided I needed to park it. And I was like, what am I going to do now? So I was like thinking about bagging this car that I had. I had like a cruise. I was like, oh, I could bag that and drive that thing around. And then Brandon, one of the guys in my chapter, he gave me a call when I was at work one night. He's like, hey, do you want the Mazda? And I was like, what do you, what Mazda? What are you talking about? He's like, do you want my old Mazda? He's like, uh, sure. How much do you want for it? He's like, nothing. Just do you, like, if you're going to finish it and build it, do you want it? I was like, yeah, I'll take Damn, it. Damn, that's so, cool. yeah. So it, it was set up. It's basically the same, the same frame that Brandon built it. And it was built for a 350 small block. So like, I just had to modify the motor mounts recently to do the LS, but yeah, I got, I, Got it running, got the interior done, got the body work done. Got it, yeah, and then I drove that for a couple of years, and then I decided to tear it apart again. It Damn. was originally supposed to be just an LS swap, but that kind of snowballed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. There's so much to unpack. Now, you might hate me for this, yeah. but every time I talk to one of my Canadian homies, right, or someone in the scene, the one thing that I learn from watching one of my favorite shows, The Trailer Park Boys, okay? I don't know if you like that show. I love it, okay? And they don't say, like down here, we'd say, yeah, in 12th grade, okay? But we heard you say it, and that's why I learned it from The Trailer Park Boys. You guys call it backwards. It's grade 10 or grade 12, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that I had to bring that up. Sorry, that that stuck out to me. But but in, in all of the awesomeness, the truck stuff, I think, like, the project, I mean, dude, it was pretty uh, adventurous, right, at that early age. I mean, you're talking, dude, like, you were blowing my mind. I was like, wait a minute, dude, you're doing the front end swap, crew cab this and that. 
did did you find like a truck like that? Did it get super beat? Like, was it super beat up from the the rough winters and stuff there, or is that just like a uh, a misconception of someone from me, like from the south? Um, like, are you talking like the 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 OBS that I had? Yeah, the OBS. Yeah, and like, and just in general, any trucks. If you drive like if you drive your truck all year round, it could get pretty beat up. But like the OBS, the Mazda, they get driven like three months a year. <laughs> right, 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 right. But like, yeah, it's it all depends. I mean, I there's some days when the Mazda was driving, I would take it out on in December, January. If there's no snow on the ground, I'll I'll drive it. There's no no heat in the truck, so it's a little chilly. You got to dress for it, but you know, that's it's Canadian mini trucking. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So before we talk more about the Mazda. Um, talk to us, my understanding, right, I've been in Severed for a little over 20 years, and Jan, if I remember correctly, started the chapter, I think you reinforced that to me before, and I think he his cover truck back in the day was the red Toyota, and it had, I always remember, yep. it was like the spider-looking cross members, it looked like the two uh, over the cups, it looked like they were over the yep. bags in the rear, the bridge looked like spiders, I always remember that. Yeah, that, that's Jan's old Toyota. I'm actually, I would, like, it's not for sale, but I want to buy it one day. That's, like, the right now, so. Yeah. One day I'll own it. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it, I mean, it's such a cool truck. And so the reason why I wanted to bring that up is, like, when did you, when would you say that, like, that you got connected with the Severed guys? Because you kind of mentioned, like, in 09, having a bag truck and stuff. Did you just link up with them, like, at a local show? Yeah, so I, it was, um, like, Battle Sideshow when the, that show was going on, um, I went to the first one, went to the second one with my truck and then the compressor blew. And then I started building it. And it was like, I want to say 20, 2012. I started hanging at being like a hangaround for severed. And then a year later started petitioning and I petitioned with the crew cab OBS for probably a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Mazda, and then I petitioned for, like, another two and a half, three years with the Mazda. And then I got in six years ago now. I've been full member. Damn. So, oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's yeah. they built some cool stuff up there. And, you know, I yeah. always see you guys represent hard, and I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, the contributions that you guys have made to the scene – um, talk to us, you know, you gave us a, a few hints about the Mazda, right? But I know you on yeah. your Instagram, um, why don't you, why don't you give out your Instagram so people can, if they're listening now, Jesse, they can go check it out. So my Instagram is severed S V R D underscore J Chom J C H O M. Like Jesse, um, um, like your last name. So J Chom yeah. and yeah. the Mazda, you know, to me, it's such an awesome truck, right? And I don't, you know, I can't speak to every all the mods. Talk to us about like high level some of the stuff that's done to this thing currently. So, oh man, what isn't done to this thing right now? Um, so the truck is like wide bodied on the front and rear. It's like just like it's super subtle. You, not many people notice it. Um, Brandon did that when he had it, and then the bo- the box is bobbed in the rear eight inches uh it's got a tilt bed i redid the cradle in the rear so i moved all my like air suspension or all my air management and my fuel cell behind the diff 
and just cleaned it up a little bit. And then I yanked out the 383 because that thing was giving me nothing but problems. And uh, I got Dario to build me a LS for it that we are turboing. Um, and it's got seven, like 700 R4 transmission. And then I, you know, decided to be even dumber. And then I just redid, I'm redoing the whole interior, like full, I did a, ni- a 1951 Ford, like shoebox car dash with like the Dakota digital big one single gauge with all the gauges inside of it. And then I f- I'm flowing in like a metal center console. That'll have cup holders, my AccuAir, my boost gauge, controls for my tilt bed. And then it's going to go flow into the back in like two subs. And so I'm, I'm kind of like pretty much went all, redid everything, redid the brakes. I uh, got, I'm getting, I got built for it. They are getting machined right now from Colorado Customs, those amazing people. Wow. That's badass. Michael and team are just great people, aren't they? Yeah, they are amazing. And, um, like, pretty much a full custom, like, wheel tubs, rad support, everything. I think I have, like, maybe 10% of the original rad support left that I haven't cut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of going on. Yeah, and keep me honest, I want to say you took your truck out. You were pa- you were parked next to Matt Thompson, billet fan, uh, years ago at the yep. Forbidden Show. Yeah, I, I trailered it out to Forbidden in 2017. Um, that was like the year after I got logo. So I guess I've only been for five. I don't know. Good five. Yeah, go it's all, it's all over six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I trailered it out there, and uh, I had some hiccups while I was there. The truck wasn't 100, percent but it is what it is. I was I was happy to show it off and and just hang out with everybody. It, that's what's been the best thing about building a mini truck is just the people that I've met and the family that I've met. It's, it's unreal. Yeah. And Matt Thompson, billet fan, you know, he's, he's an old school member and, you know, he's been making even more progress on his truck and I love his truck, but seeing both of yours next to each other at Forbidden fantasy, which for those that didn't know, uh, we haven't had a chance to really reinforce it. Uh, that show is going to be in one week. So I need to try to link up with Brian at some point, but uh, that show for this year is back, and it's going to be a week from this Friday um, out in uh, Laughlin, I think it is, technically still. But, um, you know, that to me is is one of the cool aspects. You know, you hit on that a second ago, like meeting the people, going to different shows, slapping hands. Uh, that to me has been one of the, the greatest things about the club is uh, being able to meet and link up or land in a city and go, yo, you know, someone goes, yo, I'm going to pick you up. Like the OG Adam Knoll, you know, when we went out, I went out to Severn in the Southwest uh, years ago. I know uh, I want to talk to you guys about your recent trip, but, you know, I tell you, just being able to link up with the great people. And I got to thank uh, Kurt and, and, and Brett for starting the club, uh, you know, helping get it off the ground and starting it as the founders, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is the only club that I've been in, and it's the only club I will ever be in. So, Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I mean, it's sick. Um, the crazy thing about your truck, though, you hit on some of the mods, is, you know, a lot of times you see a truck, and it's low, and it's got a little bit of interior and this and that. Your truck was already sick, but now you add, you know, the dash, all this redone. You know, it's got a little bit of the wide body, as you mentioned. It's got the tilt bed. Like, there's 
you said it a minute ago. There's there's almost nothing. There's there's like every aspect of this build's been touched. Yeah, I, I've had so many people be like, "Why are you cutting up a good truck? Like, what are you doing?" I'm like, "It it wasn't perfect. It wasn't what I wanted. I the engine like the thing left me stranded more times. It's been on a flat deck towing company more times than." I want to say I ran out of gas in it more times than I want to say uh-huh. like it, it was just, it had its problems. So that's what I was like. I want to, I want to build it and I want to build it right this time. So it's, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm happy with how it's coming so far and I just can't wait for it to be done so I can enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Killer. It reminds me of our friend Joel Crookshank here in the Tampa Bay area. You know, he, kind of did the same thing with his Toyota and I'm like man it's such a nice truck and he goes no we're going to go next level and then even the DeCorvers David DeCorver with Sweet Ellie you know he's talking about they mm-hmm. ripped the truck apart and I'm like no man it's so it's awesome but when you're the owner of said vehicle you often um you know you see that there's a higher level that you want to go to and that's kind of like what the the vibe that I'm getting from you yeah I want this thing like my end goal even like I mean I just didn't I, this was my goal before going to going to festers but like i want an iconic mini truck that is like i want a truck that is known for like known for what it is so that's what i'm hoping i will achieve when it's done but in my eyes i'm 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 happy with it and i can't wait for the graphics to be on it and it's, it's gonna be pretty sweet i think yeah i have an idea who might be painting the graphics i i might get her to do it i don't know we'll see <laughs> Come on, Jen's the she's the woe man. She can do it. Yeah, she can do it for sure. She's definitely yeah. She's she's busy. Yeah, ain't got ain't got no time for this. Let's cue the memes, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, she's she's definitely gonna be killing it on it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Now, I was gonna ask you this, but then you brought up the whole uh, iconic mini truck. You know every. Many, I don't want to say every, but a lot of iconic mini trucks, they have a name, they have a theme. Um, if nothing else, they have a name to them, right? Like Time Machine yeah. is one that comes to mind. Charles Armstrong's amazing truck. You got a chance to see it. But do you have, yeah. is there an official name or will there be a name for your Mazda with the the rebuild? Yes, there is a name. I didn't, I, it was hard to come up with one and then Jen just like dropped a bomb on me and I was like, that's perfect. So the name of the truck is the good fight. Excellent. I feel like this truck fights me every step of the way, but it's going to be good when it's done. I guess. Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, you got to have something, you know, like plain Jane was one that comes to mind. So many different ones. And, uh, to me, look, the kill. Yes, exactly. Look, that kills last, last look. And, you know, so many different, just badass trucks. And, the other thing that I thought was cool, though, if you go out and check out uh, Jesse's Instagram, again, it's SVRD underscore J-C-H-O-M, you'll see that one of the render or the rendering that she did, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen this, where the rendering is two different looks, right? So you have the tilt bed, and then you have the non-tilt, yeah. right? So that was a cool thing that I liked that you guys did. Yeah. KP killed it on the rendering. He does, like, all my renderings, and that one by far, I was... It was it was the rendering where I had to pick which wheels I wanted to go with, and like when he sent me the four that I got of the Colorado Custom Telluride and then the Colorado Custom Telparks is just like I knew it with the tilt bed up 
and it laid out and with it down, like the cell parts were the ones to go with. So it, it, it was nice that he was able to like incorporate the tilt bed. Cause like I told him exactly kind of where it pivots and he like did it perfect. So he knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And as you mentioned, when you look at the rendering, you'll see, um, uh, Colorado custom, our favorite, my favorite billet wheels out there. You get great customer service with Michael and team and, um, it's just a truly awesome looking truck. Do you foresee when the truck is kind of finished and you wrap it up? I know this is early, but do you kind of feel like, you know, this truck that you're building now will stay that way for a long time? Or, you know, will you then move on to another project eventually? Or do you think that this truck, even with all the work that you're putting into it, that you will flip the script one day and then even change it up again? What's your mindset right now? No, I, I, once this thing is done, it's, it's done. I'm, this is like my final, final vision of it. Excellent. Um, and then once this is done, we're, we're starting on Jen's Amigo. So I don't think I'm allowed to touch this thing after it's done. <laughs> Jen's a smart woman. Ain't I'll she? kill him. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know, behind her back. You got to keep gonna, him happy. Looks like she's scratching her back. She's got a knife. She goes, I'll kill him. I'll kill him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, check out his Instagram because, again, you know, there's so many um, awesome videos and mods to this truck. I mean, it's just totally insane to me. It's it's going to be one of the craziest Mazdas out there. Uh, you're, you're definitely going to stop Mickey Mike the Mayor to the ground. I told him, dude, I said Severed Canada's coming like freaking animals, bro. You guys are coming for, for his throat, dude. I don't know. Project Banana Hammock's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, we got to give him a little credit here and there. You know, we don't want to beat his character yeah, out too far, you know. He's got a nice truck. He just needs to, like, tandem axle it for sure. Right. Crew like, cabin. Right. Maybe, like, maybe like roadster it. Come on. Like, you got to step it up a little bit. Yeah, maybe independent <laughs> rear end, you know, something like that. You know, a funny, oh, car, yeah. funny car motor. I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I think he put the motor in the passenger seat, actually. <laughs> a Tesla, man. I told him, dude, he could save money on fuel, you know? Dude, like, our fuel costs, I don't know what they're in Florida. They're unreal here. I legit looked into how much a Tesla, like, engine was to put in the Mazda <laughs> instead of... Instead of a LS, because holy cow, I'm not going to be able to afford to drive this thing. Dude, we got the port right here, and the gas prices are still high, so I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's insane. But, yeah. um Talk to us about the other aspect I wanted to hit on is the videos. The video work, um, I know there's a guy up there named uh, Mikey Joe, I think. But is he the guy that's yep. behind some of these like just really iconic? I mean, the one where, dude, you pan down from the big tower and then your truck's dragging. Like, dude, I mean, this is like pretty awesome high-quality stuff. Yeah, so that video, uh, it was like for the feature for Slam Magazine when I got the truck done. That video was all shot by Mikey Joe. Um, his Instagram is M1KEYJ0E, I think. So it's like Mikey Joe, but like with a with a one and a zero. Okay. Um, yeah. So he he does he does he's shot this truck and does all the video for it. He is absolutely unreal with the camera. Wow. Yeah. He's he truly is, man. Yeah. That was like. The downtown shot, we shot it over a couple of days. We did like, uh, I don't know if you've watched the whole video that he did, it's like four or five minutes long. Like we shot it at my buddy JD's farm the first day. Then we went out dragging by like this Hutterite colony out um, north of Airdrie. 
and then we did all the downtown shots and like doing those shots with like traffic everywhere dragging frame through downtown was the funnest thing i there's one one part where it's not in the video but we're driving down this one road called Stephen ave and i'm like maybe a quarter inch off the ground every crack i'm hitting my frame is like ting 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 <laughs> and i go right past the cop in a in like a cop van and i'm like oh shit i'm totally gonna get pulled over but it was like no and then we laid the truck out in the middle of the street took some photos there and then just like kept dragging down <laughs> downtown yeah dude it's the videos to me again check out his instagram it's so cool to see the high quality that can go into you know like a professional style video dude especially with mini trucks dude it's like sign me up man i love it yeah like some of those shots were just unreal and like there i do remember one time we were dragging past the palliser hotel and mike comes up beside me and he's like this lady thought your truck was broken because it was just shooting sparks out. I was like, well, I mean, it shouldn't be doing that, but it does. Yeah. So it was just like the reactions of people is just the best. That's my, that's one of my favorite things is to, to see what people that don't see it every day are like, what the hell is going on with that truck? Right, right. Yeah. Cause it just doesn't seem like in that area, you know, that there's maybe as many, like you go to Southern California, right? You're going to see hot rods, OBS trucks, everything. But up there, you know, you would yeah. see, I would think, it might just be my mindset, but you're probably not as seen. Obviously, we've established that much of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you don't you don't see mini trucks that often. Like, and any mini truck that I do see on the road, I usually know who it is. So. Right, right. You're like you're not you're not my gang, you know. But um, yeah. No, I I think it's awesome, and you know, just to kind of wrap up the Mazda again, check it out on his Instagram. When do you foresee, and I know this is a trick question, like do you foresee having the truck finished like in 2022 or beyond? The truck will be done before August 17th. It, wow. it has to be done before August 17th. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. And then and then it's heading to Indiana. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, uh, for those that don't know, what's going down then? So Indiana, if you guys don't know, and are out of the loop it is on august 21st it's severed in the midwest which is also the severed ties 30th anniversary party weekend get now, together extravaganza <laughs> yeah very cool that you know all those years ago the 10th was in cali the 20th was in greenville or excuse me was in uh, tunica at Showfest, and then now you know you have this awesome club that's decided hey let's mix it up you know let's not have it in the same area as we did the first two. So the 30th, to your point, is in Indiana at Severed in the Midwest. Yep. Uh, just a great show that people love going to. And uh, it's going to be probably, you know, truly unforgettable time. Oh, I think it's going to be a blast. I've been talking to, like, a couple of guys in Australia. There's a couple coming from Australia. So we're it's going to be a worldwide takeover again, like the 25th was. Hells yeah, brother. And the 25th was at uh, Slamboree, I believe. Yep. Yeah. And I drove to that one, too. <laughs> Dude, you're more insane than I thought you were, brother. Yeah, that was. We drove straight, 25 hours straight. Dude, Canada's been holding it down. I've been trying to told everyone, man. <laughs> we try. Yeah, you guys are doing good. So. Uh, talk to us about, you know, you talk about traveling the shows, right? And we've established a few that you went to, but. You mentioned, and I mentioned this earlier, Severed in the Southwest. 
So you and Jen, my understanding, this last December, you guys gallivanted on out via a plane flight to the great state of Arizona. We did. That was uh, We went in 2019? Yeah, we went 2019, and then obviously COVID happened, and then we went again Yeah, last year. And um, that show, it, if you haven't been to Severed in the Southwest, I suggest you go. It's a really fun one day show. And then the after party is a great time. And it's just, just being able to see all my friends in Arizona. It's great. I, I will go to that show every year if I could. Yeah. And you know, the severed, for those that don't know, you know, that Arizona Cali, that tight connection there, there's a lot of OGs in that chapter, uh, like Joe, like Richarachi and others but when Vic and I went out there back in 2013, there's a tight camaraderie of you know a surrounding chapters like Cali where they come together and they work as a tight knit team to put that show on. And I tell you, from what I saw, like all the showgoers, I went when it was at Castles and Coasters, the parking lot for that uh, theme park yeah. that was kind of closed during that time. And um, it's a tight camaraderie, but there's a lot of people that show a lot of respect to, to Severed and they come out for that event. Oh yeah, a lot. It's it's a great time for sure. Now, what what was one of your favorite aspects of the show? Like when you and Jen went out there this time. I know it was the second time you guys went. It was way bigger. Um, there was just so many more iconic trucks, and just like so many more vehicles there that I'd never seen in person before. So it's always nice to be able to see things in person and not on the internet or in a magazine. Um, and then just getting to hang out with my, one of my best friends, Chad, he let us stay at his place. So like big thanks to him and the hospitality and then just the hospitality of like everybody in Arizona chapter, like everybody treats you like family. So I, one day, one day I'll live in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a little warmer, right? Oh, it'd be way warmer. I mean, they, they all say that we can't handle their summer but like when we were there for Severed in the southwest it was freaking cold like i think i brought one pair of pants because i'm like i'm going to arizona like i'm leaving winter i'm going to summer that was not the case <laughs> it wasn't right when Vic and i went no it was so chilly at night and we had got up so early because the time change and all that that we were just like whoa yeah. like this is not florida so the weather, as you as you stated, it gets very very hot. Joe, all everyone will tell you there. But during the winter, especially at night, man, that wind gets a howling, bro. Oh yeah, it gets freaking cold at night. And I like I was up at four in the morning for the show, helping them set up, and it's it's not it's not warm. I could see my breath in the morning. I'm like I'm in I'm, not, I'm in the wrong place. You're like I'm in, back in bed. You're like I'm in the Canada, the South. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, you brought the cold weather. I'm like, no, we didn't. Well, the other unique thing, so I went out to Arizona years ago, and I tried to link up with Fester, and it just didn't work out. I think he was working night shift or something like that at the time. And he's obviously, yeah. his his um, name has kind of you know grown since then, right? When I was out there, he had the Ford Ranger that he had brought out that was on the cover of Mini Truck, and it was cool to see that, see Time Machine. But talk to us about the connection that you had when you went out there with Fester. So when we did Severed in the Southwest, we every year that we go, we bring a Severed Canada Choice trophy. The first year we went, I made like a metal 12-pack 
beer holder. <laughs> the thing probably weighed like 60 pounds. So I gave that out. And then this last one I made, I made the metal base. It was a, like a maple leaf that was all backlit. And then Jen painted the skateboard for the Severed Canada Choice. And then, so the connection with Fester is we gave Fester the Severed Canada Choice for Time Machine. And then um, after the show, we were talking and I knew that he had um, Last Look and and Time Machine and like all these all these crazy. I mean, I don't know the names of all of them. They're sure. slipping my mind right now. But um, so we were talking to him and then we asked him if he would take us to his compound where he stores all these things, and he did. And he he he. We, I thought I literally thought I was going to be there for like ten minutes, like check out Last Look, check out Sidewinder. I think is the other one he has. Um, and then, and then just be like, okay, thanks. See you later. No, he, we were there for like two hours and Fester like brought us in and treated us like family. Like he, he told us the stories and the history and everything of these, of all the trucks. And it was just, it was crazy. That guy needs his own YouTube channel to just tell the history of, of the vehicles that he has. Cause it's crazy. And it's so cool to hear the stories and everything of the vehicles. Yeah, it's cool that you had that experience. And again, not a lot of people can get a chance to go out to the event, but then get a chance to link up and see some of Fester's garage, I think is, is really cool. I got a chance to meet him a couple times. And um, he obviously loves mini trucks. And that's that's all I got to say about that, man. Yeah. And I th- well, I think he kind of has a love for a Peterbilt now, but or is it a Kenworth? <laughs> Yeah, I can't keep up, man. But yeah, can't, can't 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 keep up. So I don't know how he I don't know how he does it. Like I have one mini truck, and I'm like I can't even like yeah. I just don't know how he how he maintains all of them, and they're all like they're just pristine. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a um, a passion. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to yeah. really be about that life. And uh, I know as I'm getting older, it's like I don't even want to have to change a tire on the side of the road. It's not that I can't. But you know, I'm I'm in my 40s now, and it's like, man, we had five blowout tires last year in June. It was like, dude, like, bro, like, I'm ready to get oh. home, man. You know what I'm saying? So, it's crazy yeah. how things go. And there's some people like our friend Eddie Gordy that we've talked about, you know, with his Mazda, you know, just running hard, new trailer, you know, go into all these hey, events, he's been all over, yeah, all over world of wheels. This and and it's a passion thing. I mean, imagine. You know, I'm at an age where, like, I want to peel away, like, Sunday morning. Like, I don't have a chance to really stay for awards a lot. And, you know, you have this full display set up, and it's like, well, oh, by the way, you can't start breaking down until the show's over on Sunday. I mean, that's a lot of dedication of time off, fuel, and all that stuff. It really is. You know? So, you know, I tip my cap to people that can and want to do that because it's it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not easy at all. And, like, especially with fuel costs now. Like, I couldn't even imagine pulling an enclosed with a mini truck like i did it to laughlin and that that trip alone cost me like 3500 dollars in fuel so i wouldn't want to know what he what he's going through and he's been like all over this freaking country yeah and not that i condone this i mean i'll edit this out so no one hears it but you know when when hank is with um with ron i mean he brings the old school like the green uh hose from from your house right he cuts it and then oh. he just siphons, you know, he'll put his mouth up to the hose and he'll get it going. You know, I usually have to spit some out, you know, fuel, fuel stuff. And then he'll just siphon. I thought he was it. like, I thought you were going with like, he's a lot lizard and he's right. trying to like make money to, 
make dude, money to dude that get was gas. Ricky's dad from Trailer Park Boys, man. Remember the way of the road? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes she goes, sometimes she stays, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, if you That's guys have, yeah, if you haven't watched Trailer Park Boys, um, man, he's just he's awesome. I think his name's Ray too, and I tell you what. He yeah. will, he'll teach yeah. you like to me, like to have, you know, that's like a father figure like Hank had, you know what I'm saying? Like Ray would have taught Hank, you know, the ways of the road, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. Dude. And, and I, and it's nothing against truck drivers. Like, I think like, that's a cool thing. And like you said, you know, there's, Hey, lot lizards, you know, there's, you know, there, the, the world, there's a lot of things that make the world go round. You know what I mean? Yep. There is a lot of exactly some we can't talk about on this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, and you might get canceled if we do. Right, right, right. We could. We very well could. <laughs> but um, so you know, you got a chance to to see Fester stuff. You saw some cool trucks out there. Was there any one thing that you yeah. maybe saw at the show? I mean, I remember being out there and seeing this OBS truck, and I had a bike in the back, and I thought it was cool, and it was like a tan color, you know. So I got a chance to see some stuff that I didn't normally see. Of course, this was your second time going out. Was there anything that caught your eye that you, when you went back, you were like, "Oh yeah, man, that shit was dope." Um, there, man, there's there's just so much to see. Um, I mean, Joey had relaxed taco out there. That was cool to see that in person. Um, Tom Jenkins, I forget the name of that yes, truck. Far from losing. Yep. In my mind, far from losing that truck. Like I, I don't know. This is why. Like I would not want to set up a set up that display like that is a lot of work it's crazy yeah um there was this really nice c30 coming or c30 dually with the cummins i think he was in freaks that truck was gorgeous there's just like i mean getting to see stuff in person compared to seeing it on the internet is a completely different thing and it, it was crazy to see all the stuff and it's stuff that we don't have here which is which is cool to see. Cake. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, you'll be, I literally, like, we go to Phoenix, when we go to Phoenix or Severed in the Middle, or Severed in the Southwest, sorry, we go to see all, all of our friends. Like, we go a couple days early, hang out with Chad, Steve, Danny, like everybody. And it's just like, that's what we go for. And then the car show is the bonus on top of that. A hundred percent, man. You know, Severed is a yeah. family through and through. And, uh, it's just great being out in that area because there's so many good people. Now, yeah. thanks for sharing a little bit there. The last thing I really wanted to hit upon is Dario. Okay, so I had mentioned to Mike earlier this week uh, or earlier when we recorded that I said, Mike, you probably don't even know who's going to be our main guest this week. And I told him about how about you know four or five weeks ago we were talking, we were going to try to link up then. And we pushed it out because you you go, yo, something's coming in our chapter. And I think it would be t- uh, uh, very cool to talk about. So why don't you just give us a little bit of a heads up on kind of what went down with uh, the Alberta chapter there. So on Saturday, this past Saturday, we had club drinks. And we surprised Dario with his Ranger that he had for like 26 years now. Um, we, we stole it like five years ago in um in a very like ambitious attempt to rebuild it like really quick for him but then like life and whatnot got in the way and then and then like the past in november um we got like it came to my house jen's tl went to jan's house he let us store the tl there and then 
I was able to just like finish the final stuff to be able to get paint and body work done. And then Jen slated on the paint and body work and did an amazing job on that Porsche gray. And then the graphics on the hood, which are just the icing on the cake on that thing. And then we got the hydros working. We found those wheels. Those, so the wheels that are on it are the, he had those on it back in the day. Like, I want to say like 2005 ish. He had those KMC and it's in twenties on his truck. And like three years ago or four years ago, when we stole the truck and started doing the rebuild, they popped up and one of our friends bought them off somebody. And I was like, I messaged him. I'm like, Hey, I need those. Like, those are the wheels that we need for this truck. And he's like, yeah, that's so he sold them to us. And then when we were talking, when we gave it back to Dario on Saturday, we were talking about it and they're the wheels, the exact wheels that were on that truck when he, before he sold it. So or like before he sold the wheels, yeah, it was, it, it was, sorry. No, what was some of the excitement? Cause I saw different uh, cuts from the live feeds and stuff. So I think I saw one where you're like, yo, I got to get in front. Right. And then there was Epic. I yeah. think he did, you know, he had uh, a different view and stuff, but it seemed like someone had ran back and they got in front and they saw, like I saw his face and he was like yeah, truly was, like overhaul and blown away. Yeah. So that was, that was me. We, so we did club drinks at Sam shop, Epic run customs. And, uh, usually like we all are in the back and everybody comes to the back and whatnot. So like we, we closed the gate to the back. I parked the trailer in front of the gate. So Dario, cause like Dario always, always comes to the back and comes in the back. So like we made sure that he had to come in the front door. So he came in the front door and then Jan gave him a little speech about how like five years ago, we had an ambitious goal and blah, blah, blah. Like I told him the whole, the whole story, like, but not telling him that, that the Ranger is in the back of the shop. So we all go through the door. I run up there and then I, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I caught that his reaction because it was priceless and that like, there was a lot of bullshit and whatnot with, with this truck. This truck probably was all over Alberta trying to get it finished and whatnot. But like, of all the things that we had to do to get this truck done that like giving it to him, his reaction, how happy he is. Like everything he, he I texted him. I was like, so is it real yet? He's like, I went up to the garage five times to see if the truck was there and like, if this was real. So like just, <laughs> just to do that. Cause like Dario is, if you haven't met Dario, he is like, I mean, his, if you were on the street team day or street source days, I wasn't, but his, his, uh, signature was tall as fuck in the smallest or in the lowest truck and <laughs> yeah dario dario's like six seven yeah like, he's, he's tall. a big dude and, yeah yeah so like but he, he is the nicest guy and he will do anything for anybody so it's like we all wanted to pay back to dario and give dario back his truck and i i think like i feel like it put a spark in him he's like yeah i want to get this truck on the road Cause like, it's not driving. We stole the engine for it. And like it was, the engine was at his buddy's house. So we stole the engine for it, put it in stole the Cali combo from his, from like his house. I'm pretty sure it was at his house and his wife gave it to us to put that on. Like it was a, a lot of organization and a lot of chaos to get it done, but it was all worth it. Yeah, I heard that for maybe it was Ricky's dad that had the truck in the back of the big rig for cruising around Alberta, dude. 
you know, back in the day. Oh, could probably. Have been, could have been from Trailer Park Boys. You never know. Man, one of the times that Brandon and I towed that thing down the highway, it was like middle of winter, probably minus 30, minus 40 out, which is like minus 40 Fahrenheit for you Americans that don't know how to tell temperature. <laughs> um, we were, I don't know if, it, if you guys know his Spartan, but he's got like a 1956 uh, Chevy Spartan that he is bagged on semi wheels custom steel flatbed on it like a sick sick patinaed old truck and we towed the freaking the truck on a gooseneck down the highway in minus 40 with no heat holes holes in the freaking roof like two hours away from where we live to move that thing around so like we we put we put ourselves through some hell but it was all worth it (laughs) that's sick dude that's awesome and and you can look up the house of boost, just how it sounds to see Dario's account, and you know you'll see a couple photos on there. I assume, right? Jen laid down the graphics. Yeah, Jen laid down the the graphics and all the paint, and she went. Oh, the funny thing is, we were like, I got to the shop on the Friday before we gave it to him, and she was like, I want to do graphics down the side of the box, and I was like, and it was like. 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, we don't have time for this. She's like, I was so tempted to do it though. <laughs> like, it, it's just one thing to like step it up one more for Dario because the guy deserves, like, I mean, he, he helped build my, my LS for me for free other than parts. And like, any question you have, he'll like, he just goes out of his way to help you. And so yeah, it was, it was all worth everything to give that truck to him and to see how happy he was, was crazy. Like his wife's like, he's going to cry. And he, I think he, did he cry? Maybe. Yeah. And I think that's the positivity that, you know, that I want to continue to reinforce that, that can be done. Right. You know, not everyone sees eye to eye and there's, you know, every club, every chapter, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, we all have our little things here and there, but like the positivity of yeah. you guys are focusing on, Hey, let's help out another member. Hey, maybe it didn't happen as way as originally planned, but we're going to keep chugging away. And then here you go. You end up awarding back, you know, a member that's been a part of the chapter and say, Hey man, here's a positive thing. Uh, you know, maybe we couldn't do it all, but we did as much as we could and look how happy he is, dude. So, I mean, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was great. And I do have to say, um, Nick is really good at opening a beer with a three-foot pry bar. If you've watched the video, you can see it in the background. He opens the beer bottle with a three-foot pry bar, and it's just great. So I had to, I had to point that out. <laughs> Dude, you Canadians have some damn good beer, by the way, too, man. Oh, yeah, not like that water you guys have. I, when we were at the 25th, I think I drank, like, 13 Bud Light. Yeah. And I was like, and then we got and then we got kicked out of the, the after-party room. I'm like... I was said to Nick, I'm like, what are we going to do? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, there's a tornado outside, so we can't go drink outside. And security's <laughs> kicking us out. So I'm like, he's like you want to go get ice cream? I'm like, yeah, let's go get ice cream. So we went and got ice cream. They kicked you out of there because you had too much? No, they kicked us out because it was like the time they had to kick us out at. And, <laughs> and there was nowhere to drink anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're like, dude, we're not ready to go to bed yet. Yeah, we're exactly. Can- we're Canadian, eh? You know, <laughs> you know what? We don't I'm, have laws on. Drinking. What's that? <laughs> There's no laws on drinking here. You can drink on Sunday if you want. 
Yeah, you know, you down, down here in the Bible Belt, you can't buy beer before, like, 1 o'clock on Sunday, you know? I'm like, come on, man. Like, that's usually the first place I go, like, Sunday morning, like, 8 o'clock. We're leaving a show. I go, well, I got to reload. Man. <laughs> yeah, but, and, like, you football, you guys love your football. How can you not have a beer at, like, 9 in the morning when the game's on? Yeah, make sure you buy your beer on Sunday or Saturday because if you try to tailgate and go early for the 1 o'clock game, You'll do like I do. You'll stop to get brewskis, and they'll say, "And no brewski for you." Not good. Not good. that. One of my favorite Canadians is Michael J. Fox, right? And um, I think wasn't the guy. Oh, I'm probably gonna do this wrong. The guy from Dirty Jobs that did the voice wasn't he from Canada? Micro. I think he is. Canadian. I think he's from Toronto. Oh, yeah. You know what? Damn, I looked. I was wrong. Baltimore. No, Baltimore County. Oh, Maryland. Oh. But he maybe he lived up there. I don't know. I, I thought that he was from Canada. But uh, I thought he was too. Yeah. You know who I'm thinking of? We're thinking of the guy from um, Holmes Inspection. The Mike Holmes guy. The ball-headed dude. Oh, yeah. That, I, guy's, that I, guy's Canadian. I like that. Dude, I like that guy's shows. And I was like, dude. That guy helps so many people on some of those shows where he comes in and he fixes, like, you guys have all kinds of weird house things up there that we don't have down here. Like, you got, like, AC in your floors and shit. Like, second star. I'm like, dude, what the hell is this, Steve? Like, is this a mobile home? No offense, but I'm saying it's different because here, everything's central heat and air. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to worry about the moisture coming from the AC ducts under the windows. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys also don't have space. Yeah, we don't have – I mean, space heaters, to me, that's like the equivalent of, like, a hurricane having a grill going inside your house of people dying from carbon, mono, carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, space heaters are just like a safety hazard. Throw them all away, right? Oh, we got space heaters here. We got heated blankets. Dude. Well, I mean, cold, we were at freaking uh, Mike's show at Eastbound Get Down, Mike and John, and there was a damn – Casey had a freaking heated jacket. It was like battery powered. I was like, damn, that was like some Marty McFly, you know, Back to the Future 2 shit. <laughs> Dude, we you need heated seat. Mike or Mike or you need to do heated seats in the Mazda, bro. Oh, I totally and a heated steering wheel. Yep. A heated seven heat, steering heated wheel. For the back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we've had a good time, dude. We've talked about how you got involved in trucks. You know, you mentioned your pops. Why don't you give a, a shout-out to any of your fam, maybe your dad, mom, or, uh, of course, you got to give Jen a shout-out. Um, yeah, I want to just say thanks to my parents because they have they've literally given up their garage so many times to me to build my stupid truck. So I appreciate them more than they know. And then all the guys in, in, in my severed chapter, um, they – they are assholes to me sometimes, but they also push me to be to build better things and just there's an all around great group of people that have each other's back. So huge shout out to all of them. Um uh I just don't even know who else to shout out to. Um JD and Tammy, they're in Dropsicles. It's like kind of our sister club here in Canada for Sever. Um they they're just great people, and they always help us out whenever we need it as well. Good, good stuff. And You're awesome, right? I guess to, to my awesome wife, Jen. <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting ready to say Jen is getting ready to come off the top rope. She texts me. She goes, yo, if this mother effer doesn't totally say, is. I'm coming after him. Um, <laughs> yeah, she 
she puts up with my bullshit more than anybody and she pushes me to get this truck done so i thank her so much that's several yeah. fam right there yeah. you know what i'm saying like you know family pushes each other to do the best you can do you know what i'm saying and yep you know, there's always that higher yeah. limit, but you know, the positivity rings through, you know, Jen's in your corner for the painting and all the stuff she's doing. And you guys are helping your uh, fellow members out in the chapter and stuff go into the States to go to shows. I mean, trailer in four or five years ago to uh forbidden fantasy, just a great uh, mini truck event, you know, planning yeah. to come down to Indiana uh, in just a few months. Yeah. So dude, life is good for you guys. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're actually planning to do, we're not planning. We are doing um, rolling to the Red Rocks in May Damn. in Utah. So that'll be that'll be the next show. And Jen will have the TL there, and it'll uh, have have some new things that are going to be a surprise. So there's there's that to look forward to. I guess is the next is the next show. So yeah, like tires that aren't bald. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, and we'll have Graham on in the near future to talk about rolling in the red rocks that's on Instagram R O L L I N in rolling in the red rocks. And, um, you know, he's, I think behind that one, putting it on and we'll talk to him, but you know, like, have you seen the showgrounds for that show? Have you like seen any of the videos that he's posted of it? I have. It looks pretty damn cool. It looks so beautiful there. So we are excited for that one. Yeah, you know, Graham moves out to the West Coast from Florida, and then, you know, he blows up like Nitro, you know what I'm saying? So, But he's doing his thing, <laughs> and I always love linking up with Graham. He's a good dude, and, uh, you know, he's always at our back at OLP, and we appreciate him. So uh, we did text recently, and I told him uh, we got to link up real soon here to talk about his event. But, Hell yeah. Dude, Jesse, it has been uh, such a pleasure and honor just really to sit down with you, man. Jesse Chomick. And, uh, of course, Jen Black, his his better half. And uh, you guys are killing it up there. Uh, we're only – I looked it up on uh, Google. I'm only 46-hour drive, and it's uh, – I don't know what this means. 4,789 km. I think that means kilometers or something. That is kilometers. That is, that's nothing. That's like a weekend. Yeah, that's yeah, – I, <laughs> I, I was thinking about trying to walk it. You know what I'm saying? But – Oh, I, dude, how, like you – check the Google. It'll tell you how long it'll take you to walk. It's probably like – a month. Yeah, let me see. Because if I could get some sponsors, okay, it says that um, walking walking is 943 hours. Holy cow. So 943 hours, just for the record, is 39 days and 7 hours. I think you said 40 <laughs> days. I mean, that wouldn't be that bad. I mean, I'd blow all my vacation, though. That's the only bad thing. Yeah, and then you'd have to just turn around and walk, or you'd... Or you'd blow your vacation for the next year. Well, <laughs> if I could get a hold, if you can get a hold of Ricky's dad for me from Trailer Park Boys, oh, he so can pick me go. up and I can live. Dude, the, sometimes he goes, sometimes he stays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Jesse, it's been fun, dude, talking minis. Uh, of course, Severed and the connection there. And uh, so much more snowboarding. I never thought I'd get a chance to talk about that on the podcast, but thanks to you, I did. So, bro. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for supporting the scene as much as you guys do coming across the border and doing what you do and, of course, holding it down, of course, north of the border. So I uh, hope to link up soon. If I do come up there, we're going to link up so we can go do some bike riding through the rad uh, areas. And uh, I really appreciate both of you guys, you and Jen. Yeah, no problem. Anytime you come out here, 
give us a shout and we got a room for you. Hell yeah, give us a give us a stay on the rise, bro. Stay on the rise, everybody. My brother, thank you guys so much, man. And yeah, no problem, man. We're going to wrap it up for this week. And again, I want to remind everyone, Mini Truck Showdown is the first weekend in June. Come on out to Vegas. And in just a week, Orange Beach Invasion in Orange Beach, Alabama. We at you. We'll hit you guys next week, hopefully, God willing, Lord willing, with another episode. Peace. Yeah.